0: Hey, it's Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. It's episode number 135. It's late October. It's getting real, real spooky out there. Like, actually spooky. Welcome to episode number 135. Hey, Mike. Hey, Jared. How's it going? What do you? Th- I'm I'm am fine. <laughs> you said like actually spooky, and that just got me wondering. Uh, what's that word mean to you? Spooky. Like, what's the fe- describe that feeling to me? Spooky. Uh, you know, like uh, for you, I mean, for you personally. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, there's like you know, monsters behind every bush. As you're walking down the, like road, a literal monster. <laughs> I mean, that would be spooky if you if you sure. if it seemed like a monster could hop out at any time. Um, maybe eerie. Eerie is what I was thinking. Eerie and like unknowns. Yeah. Things that are unknown or unknowable that you're dreading. Dread. Do you how much dread do you think is in spooky? Oh, a little bit. Does Is it required? Is dread required for something to be spooky? Oh, no. I think music can be spooky. But does it give <laughs> you a sense of dread? No. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> We've really figured that out. Hey, before we go any further, Mike, let's let's, uh, let's back announce this music. Oh, weekend. man, we played so much. Eh, yeah, not really. Okay. Uh, we just heard from Beetle Paul. we heard good times coming slash slash was on that (laughs) featuring slash no good times coming slash feel the sun from the paul mccartney album press play what year would you guess that was from 1989 you know that's not a bad guess but it's 1986. Oh. Yeah. We also heard the dub version. We heard the dub version of the Moonlighting theme by Al Jarreau, Produced by Niall Rogers. From the soundtrack to the television series Moonlighting, MCA-6214. Did you watch much of that show? Uh, a little bit same here I remember it being on I remember being intrigued by it I remember always having a crush on Sybil Shepard oh sure I was talking this week to a co-worker uh, a female co-worker about uh, crushes we had on television personalities when we were young mm-hmm. and I was talking about Crystal Bernard and Amy Yasbeck from Wings wait th- those are both people from Wings? correct And she was saying she liked Tim Daly, actually. So who's Tim Daly? Also from Wings. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, John Daly's brother or cousin? <laughs> Gotta be. Uh, yeah, I think everyone had a crush on Sybil Shepherd at some point <sighs> in their lives. How could you not? You know, we, you and I, were just talking about uh, famous families a second ago. Um, off the air. Mm -hmm. We were like disparaging and bad-mouthing famous (laughs) families. Uh, In the same conversation that was having, we were talking about... The Manson family, (laughs) especially. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I just said Crystal Bernard. And for some reason, when I think of Crystal Bernard, I also think of um, Candace Bergen. And you know, her dad is Charlie McCarthy. I did not know that. Candace Bergen's dad is Charlie McCarthy. Now, when you say Charlie McCarthy, I'm just picturing a... uh, The ventriloquist puppet. Yeah, but that is not Charlie McCarthy. No, it is. The puppet is her dad. (laughs) Okay, I was picturing her dad then. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Is there anyone who's famous based off of their own hard work and uh, personal uh, talent? I think Paul Rubens was the only guy. I think, yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, this is a record I picked up on my day off this week. I went over to Martinsville mm. to uh, buy a motorcycle. Wait a minute. Jared. <laughs> yeah? Uh, you know, <laughs> each of us deals with our midlife crisis in our own ways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm certainly struggling through mine, but you bought a motorcycle. Oh, I'm sorry, I should have clarified a uh, like a toy motorcycle for my son. Oh, that makes sense. Um. Kids love toys. Oh yeah. This one place I remember, I, I thought had a bunch of them, they did not. So then I went up to Mooresville to another like flea markety antique. You were specifically place. looking for motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. He uh really enjoys this one motorcycle toy, but it's falling apart and very small and old and we're gonna get a nicer newer one. I see. Anyway (laughs) all that to say, went over to Mooresville and I found him a great little motorcycle for only three dollars. three dollars. And there's a nice motorcycle still in the so in the box, like like about five, inch, mint, five inches long. You're saying long. Mint, a mint yeah, motorcycle? Mint, mint condition, yeah. Wow. Um, anyways, when I was there, I picked up some 45s, including this one, which you can't see on the radio, but Al Giroux is making this amazing face. He looks just like from Ghostbusters 2 Vigo the Carpathian that's what I said when Jared showed me the picture I said that looks like I don't know why that's the the kind of look he wants to give on the cover of the 7 inch 45 record for the moonlighting theme but that's what he's given us 1984 (laughs) it says the moonlighting artwork is 1984 the photo of Al Jarreau is from 1983 oh wow okay yeah um anyway so that was, was yeah oh sorry that was just chosen on purpose very on purpose yeah it's like they, they could have gotten a photo from that year but no let's go from last year and use this specific photo we also heard angel fingers a teen ballad by wizard i like that one I, I would i like wizard i need to listen to more wizard every time i hear it i like it but yeah and i never really dive in You've probably seen this, but this is a real great-looking album cover. Let me see. I don't know how to make it bigger, but take a look at that. Look at all that's going on there. Oh wow, yeah, that's excellent. What is that painted, or is that like a puppet? I think that's painted. Painted? I can't quite tell. Dude, my eyesight's gotten so bad that I uh, have to do that thing that old men do, where I'm like, like have to hold things like from my face and like. If I get them too close, I can't see them anymore. I'm really suffering. Maybe you should go to the eye doctor. I've never been to an eye doctor, and everyone's always saying, you should go to an eye doctor. Maybe we could get a Groupon situation by when get one free thing going together. I do need to go. I I think I've told you this before, but uh, I didn't have my first ever eye exam until I was 28 years old. And when I went in the very first time, the doctor said... I'm going pres- to prescribe you some eyeglasses. You need to wear them all the time. <laughs> That's how bad my eyesight was, and I was just living that way. Wow. And I'll,
1: now it's deteriorating
0: be- further. 28. Wow. Wow. Before that, we heard... I'll be over you. I'll be over you. I'll... That sounds dominating. ...be over you. No. Not like that. From the band, Toto. Sounds like we got a breaking news bolting coming in <laughs> here, Jared. <laughs> no, I'm just playing some spooky music in the background on, okay. the, on the record player. Good. Because Halloween's Halloween's next week. Or, it's right around or the so. corner. Today's the 22nd, I want to say. No, today's the... Uh, you yeah, know, there's really no way to know what today is. There is not a way. Um, But I'm going to guess... Oh, no, it's the 18th. It's the eighteenth. So you still got some time to put your costume together, folks. Do you have a costume idea? Um, no. Oh, Jared's gone off mic. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna flip this to the other side. Oh, he's okay. This is we've. This is out People of control. Love it when no, it's on no. Mic. You don't like it, but we, the listeners love it. They say, Jared, we can hear you when you go off mic and we like it and we don't don't mind it at all. They put that in the letters? The fan letters? Yes. Hey, speaking of listeners, uh, thanks for listening right here on WFHB. Thanks for listening as an archived podcast, if that's how you're listening. Mm -hmm. We we, uh, appreciate you being here. Before that, we heard... The instrumental version of Overjoyed by Stephen Wonder. You know, it's not Stephen, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a mistake. Stevie Wonder. Steve-land. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. Steve-land. I forget his actual last name. Uh, But it's like Ho- Hoagland. Hoagland Carmichael. Yeah. steve Wonder. Interesting. I forget what his last name is. We're going to have to look it up. We'll get wow. the producer to look it up. Yeah. That was another 45 I picked up this week. It's the uh, Overjoyed single, but the B-side there was an instrumental version. Steveland or Stevland Hardaway Morris. Huh. That's their that's the real name. We also heard the prior Monkeys. To that Judkins was his last name. Okay. Judkins. Right. Before that, we heard the Monkeys with uh, Reverb, please. You know where Stevie Wonders from? Where, I mean, where he was born. Dayton, Ohio. No, Saginaw, Michigan. Huh. Well, I can't, I, I, I was, I I I have to start over now. Oh. We heard the monkeys with Teeny Tiny Gnome. Now that's a song title, Teeny (sighs) Tiny Gnome. There's a David Bowie song about a gnome. What's with gnomes? Gnomes rock, man. <laughs> what, um, I don't have a place in my mind for a gnome. Like, I know what it is. Like, when I see one, it's like, oh, a gnome, okay. But I don't, it's not like, um, you what, an elf. Okay, I kind of have an idea about what an elf is. Yeah, yeah, is. You need to watch the complete series of David the Gnome. Okay, no thanks. It's good, man. Tom Bosley's David the Gnome. Listen, I don't. Tom Bosley. I'm not one of these drug people like you are. I don't. Look man, I'm not a drug. Look man, look man, look man. It's just a good show. It's for kids. It's a kids show. I'm just saying, for kids shows, it's a for for cartoon kids shows. It's it's one of the best. Okay. It's got a great theme. All right, I'm sold. I'll do it. And then I'll understand what gnomes are. That's what I'm saying. If you watch this this series, you'll you'll get it. Yeah. Where do they sit for you, and where do you categorize them in your mind? In your mind's eye. Oh, I prefer a gnome to a uh, to a to an elf. What about a smurf? Yeah, I'd prefer uh, a gnome to a smurf. What do gnomes do? <sighs> Look, man. Are they little? Uh, uh, yeah. Like, like- <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah. I would say they're little. Uh, yeah. Like how little are we? Talking? They're like, um, what what was the name of this monkey song? A teeny tiny gnome. They're teeny and they're tiny But I'm asking are they all teeny tiny Like teeny little super guy Yeah Now there's someone I like (laughs) Teeny little super guy I do like that guy too I love his voice Um I just don't like Okay a fairy I know what a fairy does I know what elves do I know what witches do I know what warlocks are up to. Trolls, I know what a troll does under a bridge. But a gnome? It's like, do they have magic? Well, there's no gnomes, and there's no none. Un- there's no. Un- un- there's gnome unknowns. <laughs> unknowns. There's gnome unknowns. There's things that they do that we can't know. You're really dodging these questions, Jared. Are there gnomes in here right now? Do you see any? Well, they're so tiny. Oh my they gosh. they could be. Look. Are they English? Where do they live? Are gnomes English? I'll tell you this. I don't know much about gnomes, okay? <laughs> You're I'm acting just saying, like an authority over there. I'm just saying. Tell me to watch David the Gnome and you don't even know anything. What'd you learn watching that show? I'm just saying as far as cartoons go. I know what cartoons are. I'm very familiar with cartoons. What I don't know about is gnomes. Like Wile E. Coyote, I watched a lot of that stuff. That's not very educational. But it's a cartoon. Skeleton dance, I've seen that. That's a spooky one No dread Well maybe there is dread Because death is imminent For all of us I guess we always have Speak dread Speak for yourself us. man I'm gonna live forever man <laughs> Are you a gnome? I wish I thought like, I thought I was gonna find If this. gnomes are small Like Jared If all gnomes are small You know Some people are small Right? Are you with me? Oh yeah Um, some like, just like regular people are small, but then some people are gigantic, right? Right. Could there be a gnome that's so giant that it just looks like a regular guy? Are you saying, could God make a gnome so big that he couldn't (laughs) body slam him? No, no. I'm saying, could God make a gnome so big that we just think he's a regular guy and maybe we don't even believe him when he says he's a gnome <laughs> and we're like prove it what do gnomes do and he's like can't you see my hat And it's like yeah i see your hat but anyone can wear a hat what do you do what do gnomes do and he's like i am a gnome and we're like you're way too big and he's like i'm a big gnome i'm an anomaly most gnomes aren't this big but some are just like shack most people aren't as big as shack but shack is and he's still a man. Shaquille O'Neal. The series David the Gnome presents the gnomes as a kind species. Okay. Okay. I can give you the exact height and weight right here of right, one gnome. Right now of one gnome. Yeah, but I'm asking about gnomes in general. What's the range? The tallest man is like eight foot something. I don't know about that because they're not real, but on the TV show, oh my they are six inches. Is six that what you inches. would expect? No, I expected bigger. Exactly. Well, those garden- And they weigh between eight and ten ounces. Those garden gnomes are much bigger than six Exactly, inches. exactly. According to their habitat, all kind, all types of gnomes are distinguished. The ones of the forest, the ones of the garden, the ones of the farm, the ones of the house, the ones of the dunes, those of Siberia, and nomadic gnomes, which are commonly looked down upon by other gnomes. Oh. Mm. How, what would, you, what would you g- what, what would you guess the uh, lifespan to be? Oh, I would say 150 years. Uh... I appreciate the guess, but you're wrong. It's 400. Oh, 400. Wow. Though there is one example of a couple in the Balkans living 550 years. Wait. <laughs> on, their, on their 400th year, they An transition. Example. Yeah. On their 400th year, they transition from diminu- <laughs> dim, dim, diminu- <laughs> diminutive, diminutive humanoid beings into large, immobile trees. What? I did not remember that. Wait, this is specific to the David the Gnome universe? <laughs> yeah. They uh, they appear to have some control over when and where this happens, but they cannot avoid the transition altogether. Wow. This end of the gnome life cycle explains their devotion to protecting forests as the trees consist of their ancestors. So, gnomes such as the main characters live in pairs in comfortable caves or holes under trees. Their diet is mostly vegetarian. Oh, mostly. Mostly. What is what meat can they can they possibly? I don't obtain? know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, hey, we need to take a break in one minute. Well, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Unless you have any specific gnome questions, hold on. I've asked a lot of specific. David gnome the gnome, gnome questions. is David the gnome is three hundred ninety nine years old. So he's not long for this world. Wow. I got a lot to think about. We're gonna have to go. We'll be back for hour two after midnight with unspoken requests with Jared and Mike. Thanks for listening. Well we will we will be back. It's episode 135 of Unspoken Requests. It's after midnight. It's extra extra spooky around here. Mike's just staring at me. With you ever been... With expressionist, an expressionist, expressionist look on his face. You ever been to someplace haunted? Uh, yes. Where? Um i i i just know i have been okay <laughs> um there's been so many i can't think of one no i feel like we've visited places that are like oh someone died in this hotel i mean someone died in this house from what i understand oh yeah you got that haunted uh, fender roads there's a lot of death in this room we stayed in an inn in michigan that's supposed to be very haunted oh uh, lakeside in you believe in ghosts um not I don't think I do but you know anything's possible <laughs> yeah you ever had an encounter with the Holy Ghost oh that's a whole that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast Mike <laughs> we, we we still gotta finish <laughs> back announcing this music <laughs> We heard. You're really dodging all my questions we tonight. Heard, dude. We heard. We heard <clears throat> "Tenebre" from the album "Tenebre" original motion picture soundtrack. Music by Simonetti, Morante, Pignatelli. And then before that, what did we hear? Well, we heard. Well, we heard. Uh, that was. Joker Man, the, uh, an alternate take of Joker Man by Bob Dylan. I'm going to see Bob Dylan on, uh, no, I saw Bob Dylan two days ago. Is that right? Yeah. How was it? I'll tell you all about it on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him a few years ago. Yeah. At the IU Auditorium. Right. Did, did, uh, Where are you going to see him? What? Where are you gonna see him? Um. At um. I always forget which one. It's, gonna, it's the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the Meet the Blockhouse, which actually okay. the bishop. Bob Dylan at the Bishop. Uh, I saw his. I saw a clip from that Farm Aid thing. Yeah. Did you see that with the Heartbreakers? Yeah, they didn't learn the song. It was bad. Or something. <laughs> it was real bad. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not the guy to talk about this stuff.
1: And where we heard, where were we, you it, seeing Bob Dylan?
0: Uh, the Marat Theater. Oh, okay. Um, the Bob Dylan living oh, legend. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be neat just to see him in person. Yeah, I guess. Like, like, you see... You know how you go to a museum and you see someone's, like, outfit that they played yeah. live on stage? Right. This would be like that, only th- the actual body will it's be the there skin. inside <laughs> of it, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it will be living and breathing <laughs> and playing songs. So it's like it's like seeing someone's stage costume in a museum, but, like, even better. <laughs> Were we talking about the sphere last time? Last episode? Um, I think so, yeah. Uh... Anyway, just, uh, to finish back announcing the music, we heard the oh the uh, the Square Dance Call version of the Monster Mash, by written by B. Pickett and L. Capizzi, Boris Bobby Boris Bobby Pickett. Boris Pickett. Anyway, Mike, you were talking about the Sphere. You got tickets to see uh, you two at the Sphere? <laughs> no, but I was just talking with to Johnny someone. Depp stip, uh, oh sitting in. Oh my god! Is that what he's doing? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making stuff up. Man, well. Johnny Depp. I see these commercials with him in it, where there's like a wolf and he's playing guitar. You seen this? Oh, that's how I know which clones for to like buy. a fragrance. Yeah. What in the world is <laughs> happening there? Why on earth? It's funny to think uh, of someone just not think Just thinking that's uh, goofy. And oh, because th- you think it's so cool. What? No, I'm saying it's, it's funny to think of someone not thinking. <laughs> oh, I see. Just to think, see that and think, oh, that is awesome. cool. <laughs> that guy's cool. I want to, I'll have what he's having <laughs> when it comes to yeah. fragrance. Yeah, it's a strange thing. But you know, it takes all kinds to make a world. It does. Um, the Sphere, I was just talking to someone about like, you know, sometimes you go to a theme park, and they'll have like an immersive experience kind of deal where you're sitting in a chair and you're sitting in front of a big screen, but you can still kind of get car sick because you're doing this thing. Uh, re- you're immersed in the screen. Or you can go to a planetarium. You and I considered a planetarium a few weeks ago. Didn't quite make it. <laughs> well, I mean, we made it, but then when we got there, Mike didn't want to see don't, the planetarium show, which is like the whole reason we went, but whatever. Don't do this. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh i've been to a planetarium though they're beautiful Uh, and they're immersive and they like Uh, the planetarium alone yeah is enough you know that's a that's an entertaining informative show i wouldn't know but sounds great (laughs) you've never been to any planetarium that's why i was so excited to go to this one are you serious didn't we go to the hayden planetarium together Mm, no i thought we did I don't think so. Must have been someone else. No, I've been to some. I've, I've been to some kind of dome uh, situation. <laughs> we we watched a <laughs> we watched like an IMAX thing at Space Camp. IMAX is a good example too, <laughs> just an immersive screen experience. So anyway, imagine now going to a planetarium, or an IMAX, or what have you, a theme park ride, and it's like wow. I'm and <clears throat> excuse me, but imagine it times twenty or whatever. And it's the most immersive, full, um, uh, uh, surrounding screen experience you've ever had, and it's blowing your mind, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like this; these visuals alone are enough for the price of admission. But then it's like, like you're 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 having your nugget just blown to pieces, and all of a sudden you remember, oh yeah, you too is also here, playing songs, <laughs> like. The combination of those things is very funny to me. It's just uh, yeah. like, I mean, I know U2's all about spectacle and all that, but it's just, uh, it's funny to combine two big spectacle things in a way that's like, they kind of cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of like that. wonder how much tickets are to a U2 show at the Sphere. A great question. I don't know. Hmm. How much of the how much of the YouTube merch cut do you think the sphere gets? <laughs> Good question. Um So what are you doing for for Halloween? My parents saw the sphere recently in Las Vegas. Yeah. They didn't go in it, but they saw it from the outside. My mom said in the mornings they put a big yellow smiley face on it. <laughs> wow, yeah. Pay Paradise put up a sphere. <laughs> Is that right? pretty wild I mean of all the things to put on it that's well, big yellow taxi not big yes yeah it's not, it's, you're close they should put a forest on it Halloween? yeah well what are you, what are you gonna do for Halloween? Still, it's it's Halloween time that's, get- why that's why we're playing spooky music in the background that's why I'm interrupting interrupting <coughs> you as much as I possibly can well Jared still getting my plans ironed out uh, I'm gonna be attending the Joyful Noise Recordings Halloween party on the 28th in Indianapolis. There's only 111 tickets for that thing, so I don't know. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but now you know about it. I know what your uh. I think I know what your favorite uh scary movie is. Mine. Yeah. What? It's that uh, sequel that they made to uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Thing 2? That Thing You Do. Oh, yeah. I do love that movie. I don't remember it being so scary. Yeah. So they failed in that way. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have a favorite scary movie? Do you? Well, they don't really appeal to me generally. I can enjoy one but they're not the thing that appeals to me. So it's hard to say if I have a favorite. I do like the thing. I like that movie quite a bit. I enjoyed Alien. Uh I've seen Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. But I don't know, these movies don't really stick to my ribs. Happy birthday today to Zac Efron. That that concludes Celebrity Birthdays, because I've not heard of any of these other celebrities. I assume they're YouTube stars. Uh, Happy birthday in... reverb, please. Happy birthday in... HELL! To disgraced rock and roll singer-songwriter Chuck Berry, who turns 97 in... HELL! today uh, happy birthday to john claude van Damme! i cannot take this what we're just doing it we, we do this every week now mike's celebrity uh, no, birthday it's important it's important thank you All oh, that to say you know i don't know for sure that chuck berry is in hell I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't a hell, Mike. (laughs) But as they say, if there's hell below, Chuck Berry's gonna go. (laughs) As the song says. (laughs) Finally made Mike laugh over there. (coughs) I'm not laughing. Okay. And that was Celebrity Birthdays. Wow, it's just. <laughs> what is it, Mike? It's just. Uh. <laughs> I've never seen Mike laugh like this before. Oh, sorry, it's just uh, the, the idea. Of <laughs> <clears throat> Let me get my composure, please. While he's doing that, we're gonna say thank you for listening to Unspoken Requests right here on WFHB. Unspoken Request, the only show that you're listening to right now. Just the idea of a happy birthday in hell. (laughs) 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 Just tickling me to death. (laughs) 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 It could look so many different ways, but... (laughs) All right. And the idea that we can know who's in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, celebrating their, their happy their, uh, <laughs> birthday, birthday yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you think that... Um, what do you think the next thing is that will... Uh, you know this movie, Hocus Pocus, people uh, really, re- f- really love all of a sudden. My family is watching it as we speak. Well, there you go. I feel like five years ago, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, that's a nice movie." But now it's like, "There's there's brand new hocus pocus cookbooks coming out." There's uh, Well, they made a sequel, right? Oh. Didn't they make a like a sequel recently? Oh, okay. Well, maybe that explains it. Did they? <laughs> that sounds right. I feel but like it's really been. Uh, but it also has to do with people's age. Yeah. The people who control the purse strings are our age now. It's like what happened to that happened. Like you know, it's like it's been uh, like uh gold golden girls or Fleetwood mac Yeah. Speaking of Fleetwood Mac, do you know T.J. Mac? Are you a fan? Uh, I don't know them personally, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm aware of them and have heard their uh music. Yeah. And. And. What? Do you like it? Oh, sure. Yeah, good. <laughs> Me too. I'm a big fan. I've been a fan. I think... And y- now... You were one of the, f- you were in the first like 10, mil- 10, mil- 10 million people to get into it. Now yeah, it's like 100 million people I know. into it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be on the bleeding edge of something for yeah. a change. Anyway, you were saying TJ Maxx playing at the Sphere? <laughs> yeah. Oh man I'd love that That would be good I'd go If I could see TJ Mack at Opening at the Sphere <laughs> Opening at uh, Doing his debut show He's got this video TJ Mack has this video Explaining where uh, He has to take a nap For an hour Every day <laughs> I think it's so funny <laughs> Sometimes What z- don't you think's funny? Oh, lots of stuff, but the stuff I think's funny is really getting me right now. <laughs> um. So, are you gonna you gonna you gonna, you gonna go trick or treating? Good question. Probably. What night is the official one here in October thirty? Oh. Yeah. Good question. Because if it's Saturday, Probably, if it's third, if it's the thirty first, that's a Tuesday night. Yeah, I doubt it will be though. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I See, don't know. I think it is. They just do it on the weeknight, even though the kids have sure. school. They're all going to be recovering from their uh, razor blades and AIDS needles. Ooh. Yeah. Did you have to dig through your candy bag as a kid to look for all that stuff? No. I did. I have a couple memories of digging through the candy bag to make sure there were no razor blades or i mean needles we, would, in any of the candy. we would yeah if there was anything that like wasn't factory wrapped you know it might have gotten looked through like a popcorn ball mm. people aren't making popcorn balls anymore are they <laughs> not really what was a popcorn ball just like popcorn and elmer's glue i think so Ugh. kids eat that stuff all the time yeah it's no problem it's non toxic they're, so, yeah. they're fine they're fine Well, Mike, I think we've covered everything we needed to talk to, you to talk about this week. You think so? I'm just getting warmed up. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. What's, really. what's on your mind? I'll uh, tell you, nothing is. My mind feels blank and empty lately, and it's driving me a little crazy. Well. I can't I, I, be bothered. I, a, I can't be bothered I, to care about anything. I could tell you all about some awful things happening in the world. Well, I've heard about some of that. I don't need to hear about that right now. Okay. I'll uh, talk to you off air about that. Um, And listener, we... Actually, I don't even know what's going on in the world now as we record this. It's a few days ago. Yeah, that's true. It could be even way worse. In some ways, it feels bad to... Not bad, but... What I'm saying is, we acknowledge there's some awful things going on in the world right now. We're uh, dummies who... uh don't have anything that uh, really profound to say about it (laughs) so uh, I feel like we should at least acknowledge it though yeah but it's best not to ignore it we're doing our we're doing our homework Uh, yeah it's a weird thing to carry on it's weird living in the information age and uh, knowing the horrors that some people have to face while you just carry on your life seeing it like yeah (laughs) totally yeah yeah and then uh And I mean it's always been the case that people in where it's peaceful carry on living where yeah. while people in the war zones are being killed. That's always been the case, but now it's right in our face. And I'm saying that's a ultimately I think a good thing. Because it, it it forces us to reckon with it. Mm-hmm. It's bad that people are at war, but it's good that we all have to carry it at the same time. If we want it to go away. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I hope I'm right. Or, cl- or like, on the right track. I hope I'm on the right path in that thinking. Sorry, Mike. I, sh- I really brought the uh, show sure to stand standstill here. I w- wasn't really going anywhere with that <laughs> before I started talking. <laughs> um, but. I think it's time to get back to, the, get back to some music. <laughs> oh my music. god. What? What's wrong <laughs> with you playing music? Oh, nothing at all. Sorry, Mike. Do you have anything else on your list of things to talk about? <laughs> What's a, you said there's nothing on your mind. Yeah, there's not. It's a vacuum up there. Um, you and I have plans in the next day or two to go with our children to uh, Lark Ranch. I wonder if the people listening know about Lark Ranch. That's a weird and wild place. I realized I don't really like that place. No. <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, and he was like, Hey, just going to go to Lark Ranch. You guys uh, uh, should we come?" It's like, Yeah, sure. That's pretty much how I feel. Actually, so, I was, was told to do. Do. it'll be I, nice and fine and fun. I was actually told that you're going. And so then I was like, Oh, if Jared's going, I'll go. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. We'll tell you all about it on the next episode of One's Fucking Request. It's a weird and wild place. Corn maze, pumpkin patch, s- we, freak we show went to the attractions. The, we went to the Fowler pumpkin patch So did I. last Saturday. Huh. Different day than you, but yeah, yeah, I went too. That was nice. Lost the kids in the corn maze. I had to go find them. I had a cheeseburger that was better than I expected it So to be. did I. That food truck over there was not bad. It was not a food truck. Yes, it is. Uh, I saw no tr- I saw no truck. What? It was uh, like a picnic table with some uh, a big foil What? Uh, tray and uh, some cheeseburgers and onions. And they put it on a paper plate and gave it to me and I gave them $5. You didn't buy it out of a truck? No. The one I bought was out of a truck. Well... I want to know what's going on this here. This must be a different different operation. Something's not right here. We had to go up to a window in a truck. Yeah, this was not... There was no truck on this day, Mike. On this day? (laughs) On the the day that I... It's just a place. (laughs) What are you talking about? The pumpkin patch. Yeah, it's a a place. place. Uh, On the day you went, there was a truck. On the day Mm -hmm. I went, there was no truck. I have no truck for this... Claim you're making. I don't even know what that what you're saying right now. It means I don't I don't go for it. Okay. They just had cheeseburgers and op- open air open air cheeseburgers, and you were eating them. <laughs> no, what they-, they come out of. One of those big foil trays with foil on top of it. And he would pull the foil back and grab a cheeseburger and some of the grilled onions. What? They were like cooking them behind there on a grill behind or something. Behind what? Behind some picnic table or whatever. I don't remember. But a picnic some table like is not very big. You can see on like the a, other like, side okay, of a picnic Okay, like, a, table? like, a, like a, It was like five folding tables end to end. And there was like a grill back there or something. I don't know. There's also baked goods. Could... Whoa, whoa, individually wrapped what? baked goods. What? Like a cake? Sure. A whole cake? Yeah. I'm troubled by this. I also feel like you're being a little suspicious. What? Why would I make up that the food didn't come from a truck? I don't know why. That's what I have to get to the bottom of. Your motive is what I have to figure out. Because well, like, why are you trying to convince me that you cannot see on the other side of a picnic table? I interact with picnic tables frequently. <laughs> you can see on the other side. What are you talking about? And you and you're like there was some mysterious thing. It's like, was there a grill or not a grill? There was a grill somewhere. Somewhere. There was like a building. What do you mean? It somewhere. was like in front of a building. There's like a grill off to the side. Did you There's like an awning? Did you lay eyes on the grill? Uh I probably I think I saw a grill <laughs> Mike we, we've got to go we're out of time oh my gosh you're right I'm not going <laughs> to sleep tonight I'm thinking about this yeah alright listen listener you are listening <laughs> keep, keep listening listener because I have something to tell you uh, hopefully next time we will have planned out this show. You know, it's my it's it's my fault. I had to. We were gonna have this show taped on a different day with an actual guest, but I made a mistake, and we had to move the show to a different time. And there's no guest tonight. That's why you're listening to this disappointing show once again. I don't think this one's so disappointing. Hey, hey all right. Uh, there's some real <laughs> conflict going on here. Yeah. You're telling fibs and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I'm not. Oh my gosh. Anyway, the, all that to say is next time it'll be the day after Halloween and we will more than likely have an actual guest on. But for now, thanks for listening to Unspoken Requests right here on WFHB. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, here's uh, Nicolette Larson and Michael McDonald. Hey! <laughs>